0: All right. yeah
1: these are our copper cups
0: not actually copper
1: no but they're painted like they're copper
0: <laughs> copper plated
1: yeah i guess they taste like metal um probably filled with like tons of chemicals that'll kill us eventually but for now it's what we have mm-hmm. what's in the copper cups
0: uh we have all white wine
1: It is a white wine.
0: Quite literally. White wine.
1: It is pretty good, though.
0: Mm, This one is from Teutonic.
1: It's the field blend from their backyard.
0: 2021 White Wine from Vineyard 97212, which is literally a backyard
1: Mm -hmm.
0: of someone.
1: There's nothing back there aside from vines that were cultivated for the sole purpose of this this guy's winery.
0: Mm-hmm. And they get the yeast from there as well. Mm-hmm. So it all comes from there. It's pretty good. Yeah. It definitely doesn't taste like a regular white wine.
1: It's definitely on the lower side of alcohol too. Ten point four percent. Um, yeah. High quality, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we've come to expect from Teutonic, so mm-hmm. not really a big surprise there. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's not what we were having earlier, though.
0: No, where did we go?
1: We went to Argyle. Mm-hmm. Finally actually got into a tasting there.
0: Yep. Yeah. It was very empty today. <laughs> it
1: was wildly empty. <laughs> it is a Monday, though.
0: And a holiday.
1: Yeah, that's true. But, hey, we got in. We... We were able to get uh, access to the long-awaited Argyle Vineyard, and it was worth the wait. Although I wish I hadn't waited this long, but also at the same time, we were able to try something that you normally wouldn't get to try over there. Mm-hmm. We'll Probably get- not everyone's cup of tea, though.
0: We'll get to that. We will. Um, Argyle is the sparkling wine producer of the region. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much all they do.
1: No. Well,
0: they do, like, half sparkles and half not sparkles, but people know them for their sparkles.
1: Yeah. And while I know that they have good things that are outside of the sparkling wine, their Riesling is really good. Their Pinot is probably pretty dang good. Um, I mean, you can't really go wrong, especially when their uh, Pinot is made in higher elevations. Mm -hmm. You just can't really go wrong with that stuff. Um, and, and probably good Chardonnay, probably fine Chardonnay. Mm -hmm. The sparkling wine is where they really, really shine and do a great, great job of.
0: That's where they put all their money into doing well with. Yeah. I think. And then the other stuff is like, this doesn't quite cut it for sparkles, so we'll just put it in bottles.
1: And too long, didn't read, um... In a nutshell, if you just want to have a bottle of sparkling wine from Oregon, get the stuff from the grocery store from Argyle.
2: Yep.
1: It's fine. Uh It's good enough. Mm -hmm. It's honestly sometimes better than the other things that they have, depending on what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for a straightforward bottle of sparkling wine that's high acid and delicious, Mm -hmm. done the traditional way, you can't go wrong. It just, it is excellent
2: just
0: delicious stuff
1: in its own way. Yeah.
0: Yeah, this is good stuff, but when you go to the place, you get things that are not traditional grocery store. Normal stuff. You get fun stuff,
1: mm-hmm. including vineyard specific.
0: We got a rosé, sparkling rosé.
1: Yeah.
0: Two regular. Regular. But like, you know, just.
1: Sparkling. One was like. Vineyard specific, but done the exact same way as their big label one.
2: Yeah. It
1: was a Blanc de Blanc, so a white of whites, Chardonnay, Mm -hmm. pretty much. Yeah. The next one had a little bit of Pinot.
0: And they did it in barrels? Is that that
1: one? Yep. So they had a little bit of time in barrels. um, So it really kind of smoothed it out a little bit. Mm -hmm. But you didn't get the super aggressive acidity that I'd expect from a...
0: Champagne. And I, I've decided I want from a champagne.
1: Mm hmm. And then the last one was on that list. A longer time. It spent instead of three years on the yeast, or as they call it in the in the industry, lees. Mm-hmm. Three years on the lees went to ten years on the lees. We'll get to that in a little bit, but we have a quiz that we wanted to take care of up front.
0: I found a sparkling wine quiz. Perfect! And it's not from Wine Spectator this time.
1: How themed. I'm gonna snack on, uh, we, we got some popcorn here. So if you hear us crunching away on something, uh, we got...
0: First of all, we apologize. Uh, yes. Because, we, disgusting.
1: We do apologize a bit. You shouldn't hear it too much, but just in case you do. Uh, it's from Hannah's Popcorn. And I think it goes excellently with this wine. Mm-hmm. Pairs wonderfully
0: so our quiz today is from wine oh, different. com. that's what he said uh and i think they're going to be pretty easy based oh. on the first two that i can see here we go where can champagne be produced champagne <laughs> good
1: a real curveball <laughs> is this my quiz did i make this
0: <laughs> name the three dominant grape varieties used in the production of champagne
1: Chardonnay, Pinot Meunier, and Pinot Noir. Correct. Wow.
0: How does a winemaker make Moscato sweet?
1: Uh, they stop the fermentation early?
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Correct. Wow. Does Prosecco Rosé exist? Yes. Correct.
1: Wow. Amazing. I was like, I literally see that.
0: But it's new. Only within the last two years. Hmm. Interesting. They Italy approved the additional use of fifteen percent Pinot Noir to make it rose.
1: Interesting.
0: First released in January twenty twenty one. Huh. Uh where does Cava come from?
1: Spain. Oh, wait, no.
0: There's yeah. specific places. We've got Cava Blanca, Argentina, California, and, or Catalunya.
1: Uh, Cava Blanca?
0: You got four out of five. So that one was wrong.
1: Oh. Wow. Interesting. Missed one.
0: Yeah, the last one. It's
1: huh. See, See, I, I was like... That sounds like it could be right, but I was like, well, screw it. I went with champagne and champagne and got that one right, <laughs> so. Uh, I don't really have, we, neither of us really have much exposure to Cava yet. No. But at it's some point. It's
0: just Spain's version of champagne.
1: Kind of? That's but literally they use, what it just
0: said. It's from a region.
1: Yeah, but they use different grapes there.
0: Yeah, but it's Spain's version of champagne. A
1: sparkling wine.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But they We're different. We're saying the
0: same thing. Yes, so, In but, different words.
1: Okay, but you've had Prosecco.
0: Yeah, that is Italy's version of Champagne.
1: No! Yeah! No! We just went over this a couple episodes ago. You can't say that they are a version of Champagne. Champagne is just a popular... Champagne
0: is a version of Italian Prosecco. It's the same thing.
1: They are sparkling wines. Okay. You can't no, stop saying that.
0: Okay, I'm not going to.
1: <laughs> you can't say they are sparkling ones. This is how we get into trouble. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's why uh Australia couldn't say that they had a prosecco or even a prosecco style or anything like that. No. Yeah. They had a sparkling wine. But
0: they have their own rules that make it the thing. Yeah. But Champagne is France's version.
1: Mm-hmm. Prosecco
0: is Italy's version. Cava is Spain's version. Kind of. That's literally what it is, though.
1: But we went to a, a tasting and a educational experience in France where they said, Champagne is a region that's known specifically for their sparkling wine but every region of France makes a sparkling wine. Okay. Every region. So, that's a thing. And I'm very particular about facts.
0: We're literally saying the same thing.
1: <laughs> kind it just
0: of. said that cava was done in a region of Spain.
1: Cava is done in a region of Spain. Correct.
0: Champagne is done in a region of France. I can agree with this. So.
1: They are types of sparkling wine. Yes. That are done in it a region of that country. It is the champagne
0: of Spain,
1: Spain. God. I just don't like saying it But that it's way. the
0: same thing. I don't like saying it I'm not it saying, it that, saying that they're making champagne in Spain.
1: <laughs> it would be really good if they did though. Yeah, because... it would be that just rhymes. Um uh, yeah, no. I'm I'm going to go I'm going to stick with my guns here. Spark they are sparkling wines.
0: Yes, they are. They
1: We're are. saying
0: the same thing.
1: I agree. I agree that yes, we are saying things that are alike. Mm. Do we want to talk about the champagnes that we had? The champagnes of Oregon?
2: We didn't
0: drink champagne.
1: No, we didn't. We had sparkling wine.
0: (laughs) Insert eye roll here. Uh Uh-huh. We're going to be particular.
1: We are being particular. Uh, So, the first thing we had was the um, standard Argyle. Mm
2: -hmm. Just
1: right up the alley. And that one was solid. Mm-hmm. Then we moved on to the rosé. And I was like, that rosé is good. That might be one of the best that I'll ever have. Uh, and, and I stand by that. Of a rosé of a champagne-style sparkling wine. Phenomenal. It was very, uh, very fruit-forward. Had a little bit of breadiness. It was mm-hmm. good. Yeah. And then we went to the, the white wines. And it was, like, kind of dull. She brought out three at first. Uh, So we went from the sparkling that we walked through the door with, and then they gave us three, which were fine. The rosé was good, then the other two from the vineyard-specific. They were okay. Forgettable, though, right?
0: Mm. Not my favorites.
1: No. And then the last one. The last one was from 2012, mm-hmm. and it spent 10 years on the lease. So thinking about that, they only put this into production... Last year, like they only released this one year ago,
2: yeah.
1: Actually, Mm-mm. no, this is the first year that they'd release it. Yeah, they picked it in 2012, they, they probably bottled it and put it on the lease in 2013.
2: Yeah,
1: because that's how years of these work.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
0: crazy. Yeah, it's fresh,
1: it's very fresh. So we probably have to hang on to this for quite a while. 60% Chardonnay, 40% Pinot Noir, mm-hmm. and 100% delicious.
2: It's called
0: the Extended tri- Tirage Brut.
1: What was your tasting note on that one?
0: Uh...
1: Because I remember that that was one that we put on our, uh, the vino.
0: vino. Yep, yeah, it deserved a picture this. Uh... It was you took an apple, slice of apple, you put it in a pot of wildflower honey.
2: Yep.
0: Let it sit there for a while to absorb the apple. Then you took the apple out and you put a thin layer of this honey onto a, a crusty brioche bun.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you ate only the crust. <laughs> Of the bun with the honey.
1: I.e. not a lot of bread.
0: Right. Mostly crust.
1: But definitely still had some of that yeastiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the nose, especially when it was fresh, like just recently poured,
2: mm-hmm.
1: honey, just mm-hmm. immediately honey and some apple. hmm Definitely some apple on it, too.
0: Yeah.
1: It was crazy. It
0: was really good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So we bought one.
1: It was not cheap,
0: uh-uh.
2: not but
1: cheap. It's a ten-year-old bottle of wine that's been aged and carefully crafted for over a decade, mm-hmm. and I have to respect that as our cat slowly climbs up on our She's fine. on our perch for recording the episode. <laughs>
0: it's not like this is the highest quality audio.
1: No. Worst case scenario, you hear a little bit of cat purring.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, the thing that w- blew our mind, the thing that made us go nuts,
2: mm-hmm.
1: was the thing that is a hundred percent Pinot Noir,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and done like a Pinot Noir until they started to put it in bottles and age it on lees.
2: Yeah,
1: and that is the Champagne method.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: No one does this. No. I mean, obviously, there's people that do. Obviously. But more people should. Because, oh my goodness, is it good.
0: Mm-hmm. It's called the Ruby Brute
1: mm-hmm.
0: Sparkling Wine. This one's from 2019.
1: They used to call it the Black Brute, I think. Or yeah, something some like that. Black something. Which makes sense. Because yeah. it's a Blanc, a Blanc de Noir. Uh, no. It's a noir de noir, that's what it is. I guess. But the they they say blanc de blanc blanc de noir, uh, white of whites, Nobody white of blacks. Does this no, it's, a, I... it's unique. Yeah. Um, but we had it and it was it, at first it tasted like medicine. Uh
0: huh. And
1: that's all I could think of.
0: Yeah, children's cherry Benadryl. Uh
1: huh uh and that may not sound appetizing
0: it's not appetizing but but, but I, it, it was like that without quite so much medicine uh
1: uh-huh. but it still had the funk of a pinot noir yeah it still had that weird funky barnyardy whatever pinot noir specifically pinot noir has that that smell and if you've had pinot noir if you've had a lot of pinot noir but it doesn't you know always. what i'm talking about no, it doesn't.
0: It's not always.
1: But a good Pinot Noir does have that, in my opinion. Okay. I like a funky Pinot Noir. Uh-huh. I like it when it has a little bit of that weird smell that makes it... I don't know.
0: Sounds it, really appetizing.
1: But it, it it's unique. It's the only grape that has that characteristic that I've had. Okay. And once you've had that and you know what you're looking for and you know that that just, it just smells so aromatic and different. Mm. It's just different. It's built different. It's
0: built different. (laughs)
1: Uh, it's awesome. Cause you, I was literally sitting in the tasting room, taking the glass, putting it, my nose into the glass, smelling it and smelling the like candy, like, uh,
0: maraschino cherry
1: yeah kind of and and medicine and then backing off and then there's funk because you don't get the funk right up on it you get the funk when you back up off of it yeah it's kind of it was like what i do with whiskey because you have to kind of like move the glass around your nose to get all of the flavors you have to do that with this and it's so much fun to to experience it's not even just drinking it because you're you, i spend more time smelling a glass of this <laughs> champagne i spend more time sniffing it than i do actually putting it in my mouth and swallowing it
0: melon be smelling
1: i melon be smelling and melon do be liking what he be smelling melon do do be is that,
0: is that what they say melon
1: mm-hmm.
0: be like in, it's fin oh do yeah Be with
1: what he's in
0: sniffing
1: yeah. It's, there, no one's gonna understand that reference. No come one's. On,
2: come on.
1: I it's a Tik get, get, TikTok.
2: Yeah.
1: It's banned. <laughs> <laughs> no one's allowed to have that app anymore. Uh, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, yeah. uh you cannot find us on TikTok because, what's the point?
2: <laughs> uh, but
0: you can find us on Instagram.
1: I mean, there's things that we have that aren't on uh, TikTok, but you'll never find it.
0: Leave it to the internet sleuths.
1: Yeah. Our Norwegian friend. Yeah. Probably an FBI agent, actually. Now that I think about it. Absolutely. Uh, Some witness protection? 100%. Or just a, like, straight-up agent? Yeah. Uh, Director?
0: Uh-huh. Director of... The FBI.
1: Director Will Farrell of the FBI. <laughs> uh, wow. I mean, that's prestigious. Thank you f- mm-hmm. for your... Uh, th- for for your, your service. Precious time mm-hmm. and attention.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Hopefully we're not in trouble.
2: Mm.
1: Although I would assume we that you'd use a VPN. Are.
0: We're definitely in trouble.
1: He, he, they'd use a VPN. If, they wouldn't be in Norway. They'd pretend they were in the US. No, it's, they're actually enjoying watching us. In where? They'd be pretending that they're in the United States or something. If they
0: you said Juhane,
1: what? Where's
0: Juhane?
1: I don't know. I <laughs> that's I'm... what you said. Juhane. That's what you said. If I was gonna make up a country, it would not be Juhane.
0: <laughs> that's what you said. No. <laughs> yes, it is.
1: Uh, rewind the tapes <laughs> and let's let's take a second look at that. I I'm gonna go with I did not say you that. You just
0: said Juhane.
1: Uh, okay. If I did, where is that in the world? I don't know. Is it in Asia? Like,
0: it's in, it's like, uh, an, it's an island.
1: Oh, okay. Off the coast of?
0: It's the Philippines.
1: The Philippines. <laughs> Southeast Asia. Indonesia. Indonesia. Yeah. Indonesia. yeah,
0: absolutely. It's over there somewhere.
1: Are you gonna say it with their, uh cultural dialect
0: i don't know what
1: that is so i'm not going to do that i'm going to no so it's this is how they say it in uh in that area they call it (laughs) joane you you jerk it's not hard (laughs) they're a bunch of american cia spies there is no cultural dialect you jerk wow on base so insensitive i gotcha just disrespectful. Apparently. <laughs> oh, uh, All right, Will Farrell. What do you have to say about the wine that's in our cup? Uh now that you've had a couple of sips.
0: It's real solid table wine.
1: Yeah, there's not a whole lot. There's not a lot much craziness going on.
0: You bring this out, everyone is happy with it.
1: Yeah. I think there's a lot it's of reasons. It's kinda in like it. an
0: like an Italian house wine. Yeah. Like, it's just, it kind of does everything all at once. It's sweet, there's some acid, it's kind of, like, thick.
1: Yeah, it's got some viscosity. Yeah,
0: it kind of just does all of that all at once.
1: Yeah. It's great with popcorn.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. It'd be even better with buttered popcorn. Mm.
0: I think it'd be good with everything. Yeah. I think it's a pretty versatile wine. Because it doesn't really have an identity.
1: No, specifically they tried not to have an identity with this one. Exactly. Because it's like...
0: Like, it, nowhere on this bottle does it tell me what it is.
1: I think that there's a way of finding out. You could just call up Barnaby.
0: Oh yeah, I could DM him right now and he'd tell me.
1: And, because we're friends. Yeah. 100%. Because basically. Um, but I think it's like a mix of like Riesling, gewürztraminer, and a bunch of other stuff.
0: But I think there's like also like just weird things in here. Yeah. Like just, do they have like two vines of this weird, random...
1: Third generation... Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because that's like the whole point of it.
1: It's a field blend.
0: I think the lady told us.
1: Yeah. There's what? like... Ten different things.
0: Yeah, it's a bunch of stuff.
1: But a couple of weeks ago, we had a field blend. Was it last weekend? Two weekends ago.
2: When?
1: We had a field blend from Beckham.
2: Was that last weekend?
1: Yeah, I think so. But it's a field blend. The crazy thing is they started making wine together, kind of, at the same time.
0: Barnaby and
1: Andrew. And... They're still doing things similarly.
0: (laughs) They definitely went in their own
1: direction
0: to make unique things.
1: But they also tend to make some things that are adjacent to each other. Yeah. Which is fascinating. From a, like, just on the outside looking in, seeing what's going on with two vineyards and two wineries and two people that started making wine together and then kind of went their separate ways, but... Still have that influence. I'm guessing that that's kind of like what it was like to see wineries back in Napa in the 60s mm. where they were like playing and there's all sorts of people that know each other. They started making wine at the same time. They'll help each other. They'll like have winemaking dinners together. Naturally, ideas are going to pro- propagate and move through in the yeah. same manner. I see it all the t- time when I was doing photography. People would take photos together. They would talk about wine. uh, Wine. (laughs) (laughs) They would talk about photography. They would talk about gear, talk about locations. Sometimes you'd see that two big-name photographers were at the same place at the same time. They captured the same damn sunset or the same wave or the same... And they'd both put it up on social media about the same time because they had the same workflows, basically. And then everyone would go on to both and say... Oh, you stole this one from this guy, or but they were ever so slightly different, and neither photographer was like, Oh, no, he nah, nah, nah. no, it's well, we kind of think the same way, so it kind of makes sense that this happened in this manner. Yeah, I mean, I did it when I was in photography. I accidentally took a picture of something that I was like, oh, that's a good picture. Took a picture of it, and I was like, then I got home, edited, it or like put it up, and I'm like, oh, that picture is the wallpaper for this computer that i am about to buy <laughs> oh no
0: i mean i feel like that's kind of just a thing though like you you get your inspiration you learn from people and then it influences your work
1: and that's how you get a lot of in the bringing it back to wine a lot of things that taste the same yeah Like, eventually people have tastes and flavors that they, as a society, when you live in a society, everyone kind of comes together and says, we agree that this is good.
0: Yeah. I would say that Teutonic and Beckham aren't so much flavor cohesive, like the same. I'd say it's more like idea.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. They want to have fruit forward. They want to be honest with the location.
0: Right. But like the field, this field blend and the field blend from Beckham do not taste
1: the same. The same. Not at all. Not
0: at all. But like the idea of doing a field blend mm-hmm. is something that they
2: share.
1: Yeah. No. A hundred percent. The, uh, the, that, that, that definitely tracks. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to try the Syrah, because I'm guessing that that's going to be, because I think Beckham still does locally sourced yeast, just like Barnaby does, so I'm very curious what a locally sourced yeast Syrah aged in a M4 will taste like.
2: Yeah.
1: Very excited for that.
2: That'll be cool.
1: I'm also really excited to see more wineries like Argyle, big names, big established names in Mm -hmm. the Valley, that are doing... Kind of interesting, unique takes. You're only going to find it if you go to the vineyard, go to the winery, and ask what's interesting. The only reason we were able to try what we had today and bring back two bottles of was because we were like, hey, what's...
0: What should... They asked, what, what would you like to try anything else? And he said, what should we try?
1: Yeah. What's interesting? What's yeah. jumping out right now?
0: Yeah.
1: And they're like, say, say no, no more. more. <laughs>
0: Like, barely got this the question out of her mouth. Out mm-hmm. of his mouth. And she just was like, I got you. Hold on. <laughs> and came back with this. And then we bought two of them. Of the red ruby brute.
1: And the nice thing about this is, it's not always the most expensive bottle that they're trialing. Uh-uh. Um, they've been doing this for almost a decade.
0: Yeah, because people don't... She said people either love it, or they hate it.
1: And I can understand why people would hate that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not your typical wine. You can't expect what you're going to have in the glass. Mm-mm. So if you don't like surprises, I get it. You're probably not going to be a fan. But if you walk into these experiences with an open mind,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you want to try something that could be really, really good, now you're going to fall flat on your face a lot. Yeah, there's I and I fully respect people that go into August sellers, for example, and try their Marichelle Foch, and they're like, nope, not for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not everyone's gonna like a sour beer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not everyone likes IPAs, mm-hmm. but people do,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: it's it's controversial. It splits people on one side of the fence and another. Um, <laughs> our cat is going absolutely bonkers. It's
0: Zoomy's time. It is
1: absolutely Zoomy's time. <laughs> But so long as you're willing to try these sorts of things, you're going to open your mind up to a whole different side of what this can be. And
0: I think it's way more fun to go in and try something that is like this or like the Marichal Flush Mm -hmm. than going in and trying 1,200 Pinots and Chardonnays. Yeah. And
1: the other interesting thing, and it keeps coming up right now because for the next probably three... Two or the three years, we're going to have, in the West Coast, a huge surplus of smoke-tainted wine. Mm. Beer had it first.
0: Because you get that quicker. Like, you they do it. Um, quicker process.
1: That was, now that I think about it, when we went to Von Ebert two years ago,
2: mm-hmm.
1: they had all of those smoked lagers. Mm-hmm. That was why.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They had a bunch of smoke tainted hops mm-hmm. and barley and whatnot, and that was.
2: They tried
0: to do the best they could with it.
1: And it was interesting. They made the most of it, mm-hmm. and I think it was fine. In wine, we had all of the white wines come out. Now we're having all of the red wines go through, mm-hmm. uh, and now in the next year we're gonna start to have twenty twenty sparkling wines come out. Mm. And so we better be stocking, you better be stocking up on Oregon and California and Washington sparkling wines before next year because it's not going to get any better. Sparkling wine has to be aged three years in the bottle. So 2024 is about as early as it could come out because uh-huh. it has to start in 2020. End of 2020, they ferment it and then it goes through the second fermentation in the bottle for three years. And it ages on those leaves. That's how you get the bready, yeasty notes out of champagne
2: mm-hmm.
1: or other sparkling wines that are done in a "quote unquote" traditional method. Right. So, three years, we're gonna start to see those roll out. Um, I mean, most of them could and should potentially be fine. Be
2: interesting.
1: Um, Chardonnay, it shouldn't have a ton of skin contact, so your blanc de Blanc should be okay. Your blanc de noirs and your rosés could be in trouble.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, so I have unfortunate feelings that are ruby brute that we are so excited about. We're going to have it this year and it's going to be great and we're going to love it. And then next year it's going to be really, really sad unless we can find older vintage bottles that are probably going to be more expensive to buy. Right. But that's the mm-hmm. price you pay.
0: And maybe they got their Pinot Noir off the vine.
1: We'll have to try it. It's also a bit of a crapshoot because Pinot Noir has that vintage variation so heavily from one year to the right. next. 2019, as she said, was a very fruity, delicious, bright yeah. flavor. And there's years that aren't like that.
0: <laughs> well, Also, they said that these, their vineyards are higher. Mm-hmm. So there was a little bit less of the impact on it. It didn't...
1: About a thousand so feet the settling. at the top. Yeah. So, that's pretty high up there, uh, for the valley.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They, I think, the lowest they said was like around six hundred feet.
2: Yeah, something <clears throat> like that.
1: But they had ones that were all the way up, and I think the uh the Nudsen, Knudsen Knudsen Knutsen. Knutsen was like eight hundred, about eight hundred feet.
0: Yeah. Sounds, elevation. Sounds about right.
1: Which is again really really high up there
2: yeah
1: um I think that that's another thing that we heard about or talked about with Winder Lee
2: mhm uh
1: they yeah. were talking about how the higher elevation and the wind in 2020 what wind there was cause it was really still once the fires came in and the smoke settled it just hung around cause there was no wind no precipitation for weeks yeah um, apparently what a, what higher elevation.
0: <laughs> what a time. Well,
1: the scary thing is, is, um, New York was experiencing a lot of that in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and they
0: had like a couple of days.
1: Those fires are still going. And I've noticed over the last couple of days, California or not California, Canada, the areas that have been on fire, they've been getting rain, but it's been thunderstorms, mm. which isn't very helpful <laughs> when you're trying to prevent forest fires if you have lightning striking the ground randomly and starting other fires and then potentially growing into their own nightmares not a great thing either. No. Fingers crossed though. Yeah. We'll only know a couple of days after today. So if everything turns <laughs> south in July, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. They have they have they have people coming in from Australia and New Zealand and Europe to try and put out the fires in Canada because they have a lot of foliage up there. Yeah. There's a reason why the logging industry is like one of Canada's big big businesses. Yeah. Uh, It's because there's a lot of a lot of logs. (laughs) (laughs) They're laying a lot of logs up there.
0: stupid
2: sentence. (laughs) (laughs) It's just what they do. Uh
1: They uh, drink maple syrup they watch hockey and they lay logs
0: Mm -hmm. nice that's canada gosh
1: sorry about it
0: god bless the queen what god save the queen
1: it's the king now king yeah the queen can't be saved anymore (laughs) it's too late oh no She's gone.
0: I tell you that the ghost in my classroom. I have a ghost in my classroom cuz the like pa- the paper towel dispenser, it's like a motion sensor one and it will just dispense towels. Oh. Every once in a while nice. and there's no one is over there. We named the ghost Queen Elizabeth. Mm. So Queen Elizabeth haunts my classroom. The first? The second, obviously. The most recent one? Yeah.
1: But hasn't the ghost been there for longer?
0: no when did she die
1: october september
0: so perfect
1: oh okay that works yeah fair enough
0: yeah it's queen
1: elizabeth yeah and who's who's to say that she wasn't half dead in august august yeah we don't know (laughs) i mean the royal family is good about hiding hiding secrets
0: are do we have any british followers because uh, they are unfollowing us as we have this conversation.
1: No, we don't. Oh. And so... Perfect. Good. good.
0: Any we, we Irish followers? didn't need followers?
1: them anyways. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be subscribing. There,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> uh Yeah. Not yet, but uh, soon.
0: Maybe now. <laughs> Tell your Irish friends.
1: Uh, also Scottish?
0: They're not quite as aggressive about it as the Irish, I feel like.
1: Oh, wasn't she from Scotland? Like, Queen of Scots? That's oh, Mary. Mary, Queen of Scots. Ah, darn.
0: She had, cat like Balmoral was in Scotland. That's yeah, where they went every Christmas and whatever.
1: That was her favorite. That's, That's where, where she died. died. Yeah, yeah,
0: because she liked Scotland a lot.
1: Um, when she when that was going on, uh, the internet was crazy mm-hmm. with all of the people that hated her. Oh my god, I there was know. something that got like live retweeted by CNN. And they were like, oh, this is bad. Because this was when Twitter was still, like, freshly getting screwed over by Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Um, someone got a early checkmark, blue check, mm-hmm. and they were allowed to have it. They probably shouldn't have been. Because they, they paid for it? They paid for it, then changed their name to a, a news agency.
0: Mm-hmm. It was like
1: BBC whatever.
0: Four. They just put the next number on it?
1: Probably. And... I can't remember who it was. I probably sent it to you, but it's been months, almost a year. They they were like the Queen Elizabeth has shut the bed. (laughs) (laughs) Like she's still kicking, but she's shut the bed, and they are having maids coming and clean it up. Oh my god! God." (laughs) It's not looking good. (laughs) I'm like, oh my god! Twitter was a night, still a nightmare. Uh... Didn't you
0: finally get rid of your Twitter?
1: I did, as soon as they got Tucker Tucker Carlson on there.
0: You just deleted the app, though. You didn't, like...
1: I did not delete the profile in hopes that maybe someone else takes over, but my understanding is it's Elon Musk, and he's got a firm grip on it.
0: Yeah. And... He finally hired someone, though, didn't
1: he? He did, but... Odds are... She's
0: weird. She's, like, crazy. She's... Who...
1: Is he gonna hire a normal person
0: job from Elon Musk? Yeah,
1: you have to be a little bit nuts. You have to be a little bit bonkers to do something like that. Mm. I mean, we're going off on a tangent from wine, obviously, but he's from California, and California makes wine.
0: He he's from South Africa.
1: They make wine. They
0: do make wine.
1: South Africa makes great wine. Chenin Blanc is Mm -hmm. their big big production Mm -hmm. out there. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like. What you want Chardonnay to be. Yes. (laughs) I know you're not the biggest fan of, like, that style of Chenin Blanc. No. But it is a delicious grape.
0: I don't hate Chenin
2: Blanc.
1: It's so light, so crisp, delicious. I love Chenin Blanc. It's
2: it's fine.
1: Although I haven't had anything from South Africa, so maybe we need to find a bottle, source a bottle of that sometime. Yeah. Easy enough. Uh, I'm sure I can find a guy. Actually, we know a guy that can source <laughs> we
0: know a guy <laughs>
1: fine wines yeah. from random places um, that might be too easy for him though probably, yeah, um but yeah, no, Twitter is a absolute trash pit, uh, which is a shame because there's no alternative currently that really has everything that Twitter had to offer, which which was like live current events that are going on and everyone being able to comment on it reddit reddit yeah but it's it's too siloed like twitter you could have you could instantly access any sort of feed and see exactly what's going on with whatever was like reddit you you have to search out the subreddit of what is going on or hope that it's on the main page but it's not always because it's such a mix uh and then it's I don't know. Reddit's good. I don't have Reddit. I don't do that, but I have in the past. It's good, but it's a lot to sort through.
2: Yeah.
1: I've heard that Instagram is trialing. Facebook through Instagram is trialing a Twitter replacement. And they've rolled it out to the likes of, like, Oprah and whatnot. What? Yeah. I I, I saw this through a YouTube news place and...
0: What's his face?
1: Yeah. Hmm um so it's possible that we see uh instagram slash facebook come out with a twitter i'm for it i'm not i don't want meta i don't want to give meta more data but they already know everything about me they know
2: everything about they us. already
1: know everything yeah yeah
0: they know our whole life story
1: they know your family they know where you live they know your pictures they know what you're doing what you're they're, thinking they're almost search-
0: they're almost as good at Learning about myself as my 8th graders Mm. were about finding things about me on the internet.
1: Yeah, that's kind of scary.
0: 14 year olds, give them your first and last name and they know everything about you within 5 minutes.
1: One tracked you down at dinner last night.
0: (laughs) I'd gone a whole school year without running into any of my students. And then school is over, day 2 of summer and run into one. Mm Mm-hmm. With two drinks in front
1: of me. Yep, three. Two. Well, two in front of you, three, four on the table.
0: Yeah, but,
1: (laughs) and two. Yeah, we were splitting a bottle of Italian wine.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. We didn't even talk about that. Oh, shoot. We need to bring that up. Uh, But we were splitting a bottle of Italian wine Mm -hmm. with a friend, and damn, that was good. That was good wine. Yeah. Um. Uh, it's a grape that apparently only six wineries in in Tuscany produce. Mm-hmm. Um, P- po or you something. You
0: have it on your phone. Oh wait, it's on it's our, on Instagram. It's our Instagram. Yeah, follow us
1: on Instagram. Of a great way of plugging
0: podcast.
1: Um, uh, but it was on our story and no, uh, it's not on our story. Well, it was in our story at one point.
0: Nope. You only put the bruschetta on our story.
1: Oh. excellent bruschetta though
0: pugnatello
1: pugnatello excellent excellent wine and if you go to the the if you go to the instagram Mm -hmm. that producer you can buy it and ship it to the united states you have to pay shipping it's like a 70 to 100 dollars let's say but the wine is 20 euros yeah 20 euros and you get it on sale if you buy six or more you get it for 20% yeah. off.
0: It was really good. It was definitely a darker red, kind of that, ch- like, chalky, yeah, tobaccoy, yeah, red type thing.
1: Chalky, leathery, tobacco.
0: But I was here for it. Mm-hmm. It w- did real well up against my, um, what did I have? Bolognese. Bolognese. Yeah.
1: Um... Yeah. It had acidity. It did. It had some freshness, which is crazy, because it's a 2015 mm-hmm. that we had. Mm-hmm. It's eight years old,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it it was drinking fresh.
0: It was delicious.
1: Uh, that is a wine that could age for another two decades, yeah. easily, easily. Not even thinking about it. Yeah. And man, would that be good if it was like twenty five, thirty year old wine.
2: Yeah,
0: that was good.
1: Probably not gonna get it for sixteen euros though. No,
0: <laughs> we definitely didn't get it for sixteen euros yesterday.
1: No, restaurant and sourcing prices. But now, if we want to replicate that dinner, we could definitely get that friend to go in with us and oh, yeah. buy a couple bottles. Mm-hmm. Or if you if you just wanted to buy a couple bottles for his family mm-hmm. to try that sort of thing,
2: no. Yeah.
1: Sourcing Italian wine, not as expensive as I thought it would be.
0: If we start holding wine tastings on our porch as an Airbnb experience, that could be one.
1: I'll put up a poll. It's going to be in our um, Spotify. So if you listen to us on Spotify, that's great. If you don't listen to us on Spotify, you won't be able to participate in the poll. But I'm going to put it up on Spotify. Let us know if you want to have us do potentially... In the future, some more, like, guided tasting experiments.
0: I want to do a, like, live in-the-field wine tasting.
1: That can be arranged.
0: But when we visit that one in Iowa.
1: Yeah, that could potentially be arranged. (laughs) We have to figure out the logistics of it, though. Of the audio thing. I'm not an audio technician, and neither are you. No. I mean, we could throw money at it. I looked it up, and there's like you can get Rode microphones, R O D E. Just
0: get those little like clippy ones.
1: Yeah, you can, but you'd have to have two separate devices recording it.
0: Yeah, your phone and my phone. I don't know.
1: It's, it could be a bit of a trip. I we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, and we'll make it happen.
0: Yeah. So if you want these types of things,
1: and more in, on location in person. Going through wines and experimenting,
0: just kind of seeing how we do this.
1: Yeah, what it's like to be live. We could we could we we'll do separate editions because these are this is like season quote unquote one Mm. of the porch pounders podcast. We could do in the field. Mm -hmm. Um, it'll be a little bit even more raw and unguided,
2: unhinged, unhinged.
1: That's what we'll call it. It won't be in the field. It'll be un- Porch Pounders Unhinged.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, welcome to the spitballing episode where we're playing around with new ideas. This is totally off-piste. Mm-hmm. Speaking of off-piste. What? <laughs> Iowa wine.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have been to this place before. Mm.
1: Uh,
0: long before we started to actually know anything about wine yep we literally went to this place because we needed to kill an afternoon and we're like "Mm, that'd be fun wine tasting sounds like a fun idea yep and so we did it and then now thinking about it we're gonna be back through the area we're gonna try it again with all of our knowledge now
1: yeah that was the day that it was right after we'd had really spicy root beer apparently (laughs) (laughs) I don't know just the person that a person that we were said, with. It, they said it was really, really spicy root beer.
0: Craft root beer. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. So it probably just tasted like sarsaparilla or something. Mm, like a little bit more sarsaparilla supposed than... Supposed
0: to taste.
1: Yeah, yeah. A little bit messed up. It's, it's supposed to be a little bit medicinal. Yeah. Because that's what it tasted would, like back in the day.
0: You'd think this person would like that.
1: Or at least know that that's what they were probably going to get.
0: Mm. I... <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but...
1: I love sarsaparilla. That's also a thing that you could... If you're in Iowa, ever, get out. But... uh, Yeah, don't stay. Iowa does have a treat for you. If you're in Des Moines, you can go to Living History Farms. They have bottles of sarsaparilla that you can buy. And they're ice cold. It's hot out there in the summer. And that's when you should probably be at this place. Because that's when everything's open. And they're growing corn the old way. And... Living History Farms is a cool place. It's really, really cool. Get a bottle of sarsaparilla. Don't get a Pepsi or a Coke or whatever at the vending machines. Garbage. There's also giant spiders in those. Ask me how I know. <laughs> There's Ew. A giant spider. You won't get a can out of the the vending machines out there that isn't covered in spider webs at least we
0: got stuff out of the vending machine when we were there
1: it had spider webs on it
0: we got water i think
1: yeah it had spider webs on it i had to dust it off i don't remember that i do
0: oh.
1: i was like ah never change cuz <laughs> <laughs> they're out in the open
0: against a building. Yeah. I guess they're outside. Yeah,
1: outside and they're even the buildings there are not sealed up.
0: No. It's a wild place.
1: It's really cool.
0: Like there's a there's a graveyard.
1: Yeah. A real one.
0: There's a graveyard. Yeah. And children are are just in the graveyard.
1: Oh yeah, and dead babies. Well, okay. There are. I know. That's because they didn't live very long I back know, in the day. I know,
0: but it, it's just a wild place. It it's was... not
1: actually the graveyard. It's There's no bodies dead. Yet. I don't
0: know. It is it's a graveyard.
1: They, they moved the entire town to that location.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a wild place. It's pretty cool. It's like a sad version of those towns on the East Coast.
1: Oh. Like settlement towns? Yeah. hmm Oh. Yeah.
0: It's like a sad one of those. Um,
1: Yeah. It's really cool, though. And you can go all the way out to... They have the history of Iowa. There's a small section where it's Native American.
0: Yeah. Like and three things.
1: Yeah. Teepees, and then...
0: And then I had that come up on my Facebook memories the other day of that lamb that kept following us around.
1: Oh, yeah. It was
0: just, like, there.
1: hmm Yeah, no, it's excellent. You can shuck corn if you're there at the right time of year.
0: Yeah, I didn't get to do that.
1: No, it was too early. I'd have
0: been all over that. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Not that I can't do that here.
1: It's, you literally just hand shuck it. You toss it through this machine.
0: Oh, it's not even any fun.
1: No, I mean, it's kind of fun. (laughs) It's Iowa. (laughs) But 10 out of 10, get the sarsaparilla. You'll have a great time. Um, Unfortunately, it doesn't have the um, hallucinatory effects that it did back in the day. Dang it. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have been high off my ass back when I was working there.
0: I like that you considered saying but, and then you didn't.
1: Yeah. No. Went full send. (laughs) Full send, baby. We're explicit here. We're not family friendly.
0: (laughs) Losing our monetization before we even get monetized. Yeah. Nice.
1: Who's trying to be monetized?
0: Uh, The money would be nice.
1: Uh, to pay for this wine
0: that we just bought today.
1: Or just get free wine.
0: Yeah, I want that. Yeah. We will have truly made it when we get free wine somewhere.
1: When when our tasting gets comped because someone recognizes that we're idiots. that um, <laughs> <laughs> don't know what we're talking about. That'll be the day. Yeah. That'll be the day. That'll yeah, be the day. It's not today. No. <laughs> but... At some point, I bet, maybe I bet we could somewhere. Get, I
0: bet we could get our tasting in Iowa free. You think so? Yeah, I think we could.
1: I mean, we are marketing to their preferred demographic: Norwegians, <laughs> people that don't know any better. Although we're teaching them better, so we just need to make sure that all of the Iowa wineries that we go to and pitch, we need to make sure that they don't listen to this episode. Okay, so. <laughs> That's just a fact they need mm-hmm. to not listen to this yeah. specific episode, this specific episode of Poet Founders. we
0: get this to a hundred followers. I bet they'd give us free wine.
1: you think so yeah,
0: we like we'll get we'll put this on our instagrams
1: <laughs> I don't know we're but we're so we're so regionalized to Oregon right now. Yeah. We need to open up our horizons. Yeah, I love exactly. Oregon though, I love Oregon. give me Oregon wine, please <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> love I, Oregon wine. Uh, um, I could skip, I honestly, Oregon wine versus Washington and California, give me Oregon wine. It's Pinot Noir. Oh, that's another thing our taste, our, uh, our, our person today, um, they were like, give me all of the Pinot. Give me everything. I just won't, I just don't want any Merlot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is, this is, this has gone too far. <laughs> that was when I was like, okay, please stop. Can can we all have a pact here? Can everyone just stop
0: the, on the porch? We are making this pact.
1: We are it's making a porch this pact. Packed. No, unironically saying I'm not drinking any fucking merlot. You can say it ironically. You can say it like "ha ha" as a reference, but I don't want to hear it from anyone that listens to this podcast. You will drink merlot. Open up your guzzet. I'm going to drop in that merlot. Uh huh. Just what's happening. I don't
0: hate Merlot. It's not a bad thing. I'm pretty sure I made us buy a Merlot once.
1: The we Mary, did. The Mary Hill one. Uh, Isn't that
0: because I liked it and we needed another bottle and I we was did. like, this is fine? Yeah.
1: And we have a bunch of bottles in there that have Merlot as part of the blend. Now, if you want to say that Merlot is best in a blend, I respect that. I respect that. 100 percent and honestly if you're referencing that movie that that comes from the end of that movie he buys a bottle of bordeaux that is a merlot blend it's like 60 percent merlot what
0: movie are you talking about sideways sideways yeah
1: you haven't watched it yet have you no but i know what it is and i've watched reviews of it what? i ruin movies for myself is
0: that our movie tonight
1: that is our movie tonight But the guy buys a bottle of Bordeaux that is from the right or left bank. Whichever one that does Merlot blends, bases their blends off of Merlot, he buys that and says, this is the best bottle of wine I've ever had. We're
2: going to
0: watch another wine movie tonight.
1: We're going to watch another wine movie tonight.
0: That's what we do now.
1: It has the guy from the West Wing. Which one? The Tommy? The guy that's bald? He's the writer? Oh. What's his name?
2: I don't know. I think it's Tommy. That doesn't sound right.
1: I don't know, but he's he's the writer off of West Wing, mm-hmm. and he's probably one of my top three favorite characters from the show.
0: I love West Wing.
1: We should watch that again. We should. I mean, all the characters on there are so That could good. be our
0: summer show.
1: Oh... That is such a good show.
0: Okay, that's what we're watching this summer.